Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. If you like what you're hearing, why not try a StephCast subscription? Only $4.95 a month if you buy a year in advance. Go to stephaniemiller.com to find out how. Hey, hiya, Eric. Hey, wow. good morning. Can I just say, we almost got a little plumber crack there, except um, you, you were putting a book back on a bookshelf. So you were oh. bending over. I got a little skin. That was very exciting. Listen, Jeez. my life is, you know, what it is. That was exciting. It was not on camera. Don't worry. No one else saw it. <laughs> I saw it. That's fantastic. Hi, hi. Um, Listen, your tweet this morning, you just said, we are at the media's ho-hum stage of the GOP trying to dismantle free and fair elections in America. Thank you. It was something about Biden trying to save democracy, both here and abroad, like, oh, la-di-da, right? Like, this happens yeah, it was, every it was, day. It was, a, it was a CNN piece, and the, um, you know, the onus is on Biden, really. And this is, this is a tricky situation for Democrats. And, you know, how are they going to go about this? And this is a problem for Biden. And, and, you know, and then I, I just tweeted, you know, New York Times has, has this front page COVID piece, just basic unleashed hysteria. Americans are disoriented. It's chaos. Uh, you know, not one sentence in there about this whole thing is being driven by the unvaccinated. So they're very comfortable with the COVID hysteria narrative while they slow walk uh, Republicans destroying democracy. Yeah. It's, it's very odd that, you know, one of them excites them a lot. And one of them kind of puts them to sleep a little bit. Well, yeah. And I was just going to say, where, where is the focus on that? I don't know if you saw the graph. I still, it's like cases of Omicron, you know, for vaccinated like this, this line, no. pretty much the same. Yeah, unvaccinated, yeah. it's like this. What? Who's unvaccinated? Hugely Trump voters in red states. And they, that should be the only story. Those yeah. people are keeping us in this, period. If you, if you look most of the COVID coverage, there's very little discussion about vaccinated, unvaccinated. If you're triple vaxxed, I mean, and you take common sense precautions, you basically live your life. Yes, airline flights are being disrupted. Yes, schools are being disrupted. But this idea that everyone in America is, you know, you know, kind of running around with their head cut off right now, it, it's just not the case. And there's no emphasis on why this is happening. I mean, if this country was 80% vaccinated, this would be kind of a no no deal. And, it wouldn't and, even and, be a thing. And you know how we get us 80% vaccinated? Mandates. Mm -hmm. Who's fighting mandates? Republicans. Like, the that Supreme should Court. be the only story. Yes, and the Supreme <laughs> Court. I mean... Yeah, someone tweeted. This. I mean, and, this and, was perfect. And, um, uh, Annette tweeted, SCOTUS will decide whether the rest of us should be exposed to COVID in order to earn our living while they are in theirs protected from it. I mean, it, it, yeah, go ahead. 
Yeah, no, there was a very bizarre uh, placement on the Saturday morning uh, New York Times headline, you know, Omicron um, overwhelms hospitals right next to it. Supreme Court signals they will overturn mandates. I mean, it, it is what it is. You know, this is we we are in a unique situation you know you know the united states we've talked about this before yes there are anti-vax factions in other countries you know certainly in europe there is not a mainstream party in any major country that is doing what the republican party is doing and there's no billion dollar media industry uh doing what fox news is doing in terms of the vaccinated so biden is trying to fight this with you know one and a half hands tied behind the back yeah and you've got the supreme court who's going to pile on now and say no you can't do any of this uh, so it's, look, I, I, I did a column a month and a half ago. I said spreading, spreading COVID is the GOP's top priority. Uh, and yes. that just becomes more and more true every well, day. You said it, Republican politicians and commentators who are fully vaccinated themselves want the virus to spread and they want to extend the deadly pandemic. So it inflicts political damage on Democrats, period. And, and, and I'm telling you, I, I keep looking back to July, early July, Fourth of July weekend, Biden gave a speech saying we're, you know, independent from uh, coronavirus. You know, his numbers were good. The uh, July uh, um, jobs report was astounding. That's really when the Republican Party put their foot down and said, no, we are. It was all about denying Biden the victory. They didn't care if people were dying. They didn't care if it was going to disrupt the country. And unfortunately, they have been successful since the summer through the Delta and through the Omicron in terms of, of trying to create as much chaos as possible. Well, in New York Times coverage, as you said, ah, only Dems face any political peril from yeah. the pandemic. You said Republicans who banish mask and vaccine mandates and spread lies about public health crisis. New York Times says they're in the clear. I, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. in, in terms of how did we get here? Right, again, they had a big piece over the weekend. Oh, schools are being disrupted. Democrats are nervous. It's Democrats who have to answer for school closings. Every Republican in the House and Senate voted against the COVID relief bill in February. Billions of dollars to help, billions of dollars to schools. help reopen schools. To reopen schools. Yeah. And, and but only, it, 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 that's just disappeared into the ether. Only yeah. Democrats are on the hook now if, if you know, uh, school districts are shut down. And, I mean, and, it's and, and Ron DeSantis tweets, the federal government's failure to focus on COVID therapeutics nationwide has cost many lives. Here in Florida, we'll continue to emphasize the importance of effective therapeutics such as monoclonal antibodies, which, A, as I said earlier, don't work against Omicron. Nope. Moron. <laughs> Sorry. And the, but you just tweeted 77,000 new cases in Florida today. Yeah. Uh, right. And, and he, let a, it, he let it like what a million tests go bad. Exactly. Yes. I was yes. just going to say a million tests. You know, they have, they've had six hour lines in Miami and other places. And, and the state of Florida had to throw out a million tests because I don't know, I guess nobody. <laughs> I mean, he's obviously he, he was actively discouraging people last week from getting tested. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. saying people are hysterical. You know, this is all kind of media driven. You don't need to get tested. Everyone calm down. I guess he thinks, you know, I guess they they feel like that's a winning strategy. And again, they want this. They want the they want the pandemic to continue. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Yeah, I mean, well, we've said it before, Eric. They've made the you know ghoulish mathematical calculation that they can lose right. enough of their voters, but they have enough left that they can stir up with this anti-mask, anti-vax freedom nonsense. Right? Well, this is where it ties. This is where it ties into the uh, attack on free or fair elections. I feel like they feel like they don't actually have to win elections. They have to get close to win elections. Right. 
and then they're creating this backstop where local officials will give them the victory. So yeah, there is a ghoulish calculation that you know they'll have enough voters to win. But I think increasingly in the back of Republicans' mind, it's like, hmm, we don't actually, we just need to get close. Let's get this close. And then our guys will guide us across the line. I mean, that's terrifying, but I think that's their mindset right now, which yeah. empowers them to be even more dangerous and radical because yeah. they don't need 50%. Well, if we get 47, we think we can pull it off. Yeah. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash um, you, by the way, I already mentioned about the, you know, Biden going to funerals story and <laughs> Washington Post said we've deleted a tweet that inaccurately represented the scope of the story. And you said, you know, the tweet that suggested Biden is too caring and decent. Yeah. I mean, I right. You said Biden's decent and empathetic and shows up for colleagues by attending their funerals. Washington Post. Some say this is a bad thing, but the Washington Post can't actually find anyone who thinks that. I mean, <laughs> you know, which is it's. Which isn't surprising because who uh, who who would who would oppose that? But yeah, so the Washington Post had an actually good story to tell that that Biden is empathetic. He's gone to a lot of funerals. He stands in stark contrast with the sociopaths before them. But they couldn't leave well enough alone, so they went on Twitter and they presented it as this is a problem for Biden, and that some people say, well, he's he's kind of wasting his time going to funerals. And then you read the story. There's nobody who thinks that because no normal person would think that yeah so it's just this constant need to try to frame things as everything's you know a a problem for biden i did a column a month or so ago they did a front page piece about how he's not pessimistic enough you know he's too optimistic (laughs) he's he's not leveling with the country well i mean i gotta i tie one of your tweets with uh, brian tyler cohen who said uh new with today's new jobs numbers here is how president biden compared to the past four republican presidents at the 11 month mark reagan had lost 138,000 jobs hw bush added 1.7 million bush lost 1.7 million trump added 2 million biden has added 6.2 million i do you see that anywhere you you Uh. tweeted washington post also explains why record wage increases aren't so great it's astounding the court and contortions the press goes through when there's a Democrat in the White House, as yeah. you as you say on Twitter. I, I mean, 6.2 million jobs is a record. We've been keeping as a country, we've been keeping records uh, track of data since 1939. Right. No, Biden just shattered the record. And yesterday, The Washington Post did a piece. Well, this is why it doesn't this is why it's not as good as it looks. Uh, it is amazing. And I just did a piece this morning about this jobs expectations, right? Yeah. So we added 200,000 jobs last month. Oh, it was a disappointment. The economy's faltering. It didn't meet expectations. And these expectations are set are set by economists on the eve of every jobs report. And they have been wrong for every jobs report this year. Yeah. And so Biden oversaw a, a record shattering jobs creation year. And news consumers are just fed these constant headlines about yeah. how the jobs reports were disappointing. And then they get revised and, they and never, nobody cares. Thank you. And they never do a follow-up. It, we were cares. completely wrong with all these headlines. It was a great month. September right? jobs report, the September jobs report re, was revised. It was doubled 
it was literally doubled and nobody cared. And so we just get these constant disappointing, disappointing, disappointing. And the economists themselves have said, we can't really do this as well as we could. So the press needs to throw away this model that it's used for 30 years and just say, hey, this is how many jobs were created and and, and leave this expectation game yeah. aside because it doesn't the model doesn't work anymore. You know, Eric, before you go, I, I have to say, though, all of the stuff we've been talking about every week for years and this morning, it, it's eclipsed by what you said about the press is now just ho-humming our loss of free and fair elections, of democracy. Yeah. And it, it, it's it doesn't I mean. The press really does have to wake up. I was reading the story about, you know, Fiona Hill was warning about addressing yeah. the international community's fear about what's happening in the United States. We've seen this. We've legitimately yeah. been downgraded as a d- democracy. Um, one right. headline says the next election will determine whether the U.S. is hurtling toward autocracy, um, if Canada should intervene. Other headlines yeah. say the international community is fearful America could fall off the cliff in 2022. Um, it gave a guide on how Canadians can hold on while sharing a concerning border to the south. Uh, it's yeah. uh, it, and not just the chaos the Canadians are worried about. We're, we were joking, yeah. she says, about how many millions of Americans are going to be lined up at the border kind of coming in 2024. That's not a funny prospect at all. But most people are seriously worried about what's happening in the United States. And as you keep saying, the press is going to both sides us right into autocracy. Yeah, or, or, or just kind of slow walk it. I mean, if you look at the Sunday shows, you know, they were all COVID, COVID, COVID. There's no... I mean, yes, you know, uh, there is occasional, I'm not saying there's not serious discussion about the, these, uh, you know, what Republicans are doing with in terms of the big lie and things like that, but it's not a, it's not a regular topic. It's not something that's can, that is, uh, you know, uh, alarms are going off and red flags. It's just kind of like, oh, this is, I'll, I'll give you a quick, super quick example. Ron Johnson announces he's going to run for re-election after saying he wasn't going to run for re-election. Yeah. New York Times says he's a, he's a leading purveyor, purveyor of misinformation. You know, nobody in the real world talks like that. Nobody except reporters describing the Republican Party. And, and, and so that's just a tiny example of the slow walking and the normalization that you're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, Eric, thanks for uh, signaling the death knell again for America. <laughs> oh, God. Good morning. We'll uh, happy Monday. <laughs> See you yeah. next week. Thanks, Eric. All right.